welcome to a brand new episode of Markers on the Map. This week, join us for a big discussion on the gameplay and story of one of the year's most overlooked and amazing FPS games in Shadow Warrior 3. With the speed of Doom Eternal turned up to 11, this roller coaster of a game is one of the best in a long time. Check out the gaming adventure on Twitter at Markers on the Map, and thanks for listening. of Fall Guys lately, and I don't know if you have encountered what I consider to be true pain and suffering in Fall Guys yet, Robert, and that is Squad's Volley Fall. No, I've I only done what was it, a hundred rounds of any of any show to get that one skin in a different game, but that's, was that's it a pretty good, much Was it a good skin? Uh, it's a, it's a it's a flapjack. It's just pancakes. Just a, a person that is entirely made of pancakes. But uh, other than that, I haven't been much on Fall Guys since I only play when we play. Well, let me tell you about Squads Volleyfall and why it is the worst thing ever. Now, Volleyfall by itself, we've discussed this before. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, it kind of sucks when it's duos Volleyfall because you know your uh, your 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 teammate is probably going to try and like jump in front of you. You can't really communicate if you're playing with randoms. Squads Volleyfall takes Duos Volleyfall and gives you three other people on your team who are constantly just not understanding that if you're standing (laughs) under the circle that you are trying to get ready to hit the ball. And there's also two balls out on the field. And it's just such a mess of pure chaos and, and destruction that... I'm so shocked that I actually won Squads Volleyfall today because, like, my teammates were just not letting me... (laughs) You get... I, I I honestly don't like Volleyfall that all. I think Volleyfall is pretty much one of the. I think it's the one that I least enjoy the most. It's pretty down there. I don't enjoy it that much. Even on solos, it's pretty annoying. So, I mean, with the squad, it's my least favorite of the season. But I can at least deal with it on solo. Like I'm all right at it. Every now and then, you know, just, your opponent will like it. get it in just the right spot. But I can deal with it. It's something I can manage. It's not like button bashers where it's just like, well, if my opponent's three buttons ahead of me and the match just started, how am I going to catch up? At least on Volleyfall, at some point, one of the team, one of the two people is going to mess up. But squads well, is just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, for you, maybe not for me. For me, it's just, uh, I think the last time I played it, it, I don't know. I just, I couldn't get it down, but the other guy was just you know, just getting it down pretty much. And it was because, like, I've done Volleyfall, so I was like, I'm not terrible at it. But it was like, I don't know. I just think it's it's too terrible. The It's just, it's it's weird. I don't like how the ball is, like, the weight of it and how fast it, it goes down when you don't even push it that high. I don't know. What I've been know, trying like to do it. is, like, let it fall slightly in front of me instead of being directly under it. That way you can get some distance on it. I don't know. I've been doing that math analyzation meme for for volley fall every time it comes up i'm like maybe if i stood here and hit it from this trajectory it would go 35 degrees that way and then i would get the point but i just i I wish that one was just not part of the game at all i would honestly just take that one out i don't like it i don't mind it but i do mind it when it's teams like seriously (laughs) um another thing that's happened to me in fall guys is that i think i got put into some kind of skill-based matchmaking because i think that's a thing in fall guys to where it kind of bites for me because I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm fine at the game, but I'm not fine enough to be put into, like, a skill-based matchmaking where, like, everybody is got, like, the highest costumes and the all golds and, like, crash tests probably from the original beta. It's like, oh my god, I'm, like, it went from one day just, like, doing alright to just getting completely destroyed in like round two the next day and you notice it with the costumes because you see people with all the legacy costumes versus people who have like the 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 two-sided color or like the the like wristband things oh man that that's that's a different that's a that's an entire talk for a different day the matchmaking and skill-based matchmaking that's i don't know that's a that's a the the one that i don't know i I, i'm i'm in the debate of 
if it's for a rank, this should be skill based. But if it's just a random match, which obviously yes. Fall Guys does not have ranks, there is no ranking system. Just have it, everyone. It shouldn't be just for all. I know. I don't think. I don't think you should like. I don't know if this is a thing, but I've heard it might be a thing, and I'm like, I'm noticing that I'm not really getting ahead of people like everybody seems to be good like you do these track attack levels and like everybody's like already there and half the time it would usually take people so that's that's been a thing but i will say they had survival of the fittest which is survival rounds um all hardest variants of the survival rounds like snowball survival with like Mm -hmm. the one where every other hole will fall and there's three snowballs and then the um block party where you have to start jumping on top of all the platforms jump club with the um three things you have to jump over and everything like that and then a finale roll off uh i won that this morning before we recorded two crowns (laughs) (laughs) so i'm like i got it i got it uh i I just did i just done my the hundred rounds any show and that's about it that's the last time i played hopefully yeah they because there's been a patch update again hopefully that fixed the ps5 version again it is not working for me again hopefully it works I know. I hope that works soon. We we had touched on that before the Guardian special, even so. Like, come on, let let him play his PS5 version with me on the PS5 version. It's like, come exactly. on. Um, yeah, I, I've been enjoying it. I have gotten to. I think I'm 77 on the season pass now. So I think one more week of of challenges should should give me that Mecha Godzilla costume. I'm really looking forward to that. And they got a few collabs coming out and all that. But I digress. We're here to talk about a different game today that we have both played recently. Um, so before we get started, as usual, this is a brand new episode of Markers on the Map, the weekly podcast gaming adventure where Devolver and Flying Wild Hog are taking us on a ride today. Um, <laughs> as usual, my name is Daniel and I'm here with my good friend and co-host Robert. How have you been, Robert? Uh, same old, same old have you been? I have been... I've been okay. I've been playing... <laughs> a lot of or a little of a lot of things and not a lot has been sticking lately i think it's because i'm i'm a little burnt out on like open worlds and stuff like that so mm-hmm. i've kind of started to stray away from that i'm speaking of stray i'm looking forward to playing that as a as a shorter experience oh, yeah, of out. about eight hours yeah i can't i can't wait to kind of sink my teeth into that for a few days um a little housekeeping before we get started today we are on the road to the 100th episode, and after episode 100, I have been working on a bit of a format change, a little out of the ordinary for our show here to have a format change, um, but we have decided to kind of put that into a little test phase here on the road to 100. Now, we do have a couple of like really spectacular special episodes and surprises on the way to 100, um, but we also have a few probably regular episodes like this one so we're going to try out that new format one of the genesis ideas of starting markers on the map was to talk about the games that we're playing and hopefully encourage other people to get interested in those games or enter into a dialogue about those games so the the first major change that we're going to start trying out is to put our games section and conversations about those games at the top of the show where we would have news at the back of the show so that whatever we decide to do for a, a game topic of the week, whether it be a long-form discussion or a couple of short-form discussions, I want those to be at the forefront. Whereas news, which often goes on longer than I think both of us would like to during certain episodes, will be put at the back and cut for time if necessary. Like, I know there's been a list of games I've had since, like, January this year that I've wanted to get to so much, but there's been so much news as well. But a lot of the news is small, and I think in favor of getting to more games and to the bigger news stories, um, we could cut off some of that excess, you know, those excess news stories that might be just little things that we can mention here and there or tie in with something, Um, as well as cutting down the episode length maybe about 10 minutes to help digestion of the content um so we're, we're going to give that a shot on our road to 100 and by the time we get to 101 we should be pretty set with the new format and all that stuff so that's just a little bit of housekeeping 
I'm trying to decide whether or not we'd take a small break after 100, before 101. That seems to be what I've been tending towards and what's in the cards. Um, so I'll keep you all posted. So I know that's a lot. So why don't we talk about that game that we've both been playing, Robert? I'm talking the legendary Shadow Warrior 3. Which I didn't even know there was two. I thought Shadow Warrior 3 was the joke that there's more than... There's two other ones before Shadow Warrior 3. But Shadow Warrior 3, I guess the best way I could say in a short way to explain it, uh, it is what I wanted Ghost Runner to be. When you said that, I was like, you're right. You're 100% right with that. Because it's it's like how you said in your words, it's Doom but on super mode it is doom eternal cranked up to 100 100 percent and when i first saw ghost run i was like okay this looks like a fast-paced sort of doom-esque you know first person uh pve games but the controls is what kind of drove me away and i was like oh, i don't know these controls are kind of like funny and i can't i can't change them so i was like nah i'm not about to do the whole go to my console switch it my, my game my point is you 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 shouldn't make the person go physically to their console and physically change the output to the controller because then if i forget and i go to a different game i was like oh yeah i forgot and then i have to go back switch it. i'm just like, eh, i'm about to do all that i was like ah you're I talking to someone that that happens to quite frequently yeah. with clicking down the left and right sticks i'm like yeah i'm not about to do all that so i left it and then you told me you play shadow warrior 3 and you said like you said it's doom cranked to 100 so i said all right i'll give it a shot and to my surprise i I want to I want to say this after playing Shadow Warrior 3, I honestly want to see a Shadow Warriors 4 and I'm a I'm a low wave fan. Is he feel me? Absolutely. He's a, I'm a low wave. He's he's cuz it it I don't cuz all right, so we start off the story starts off with I don't know cuz <laughs> it's weird cuz it starts off It's kind with, of in medias res. It's yeah. kind of taking place after something has already happened and like he's just but getting back think, into the game. I I think they explain it in such a way where you don't need to play the previous title or need to have Absolutely to go not. back. Because they explain it pretty well where Lowang as one of the last of his, uh, I guess, assassin clan. I guess he's, he's one of the last ninjas because everyone else is pretty much gone. Uh, and I guess he opened a portal to a dimension, him and his friend. I forget uh, his friend was... Uh, no, what's his friend? Hoshi? Hoshi, there we go. Anyway, I know it started with an H, but yeah. Ho they opened a portal to a dimension which brought out an ancient dragon. And uh, the dragon's now, like, decimating the, their entire, like, home. Like, even the entire Earth, I think. It's, like, it's just pretty much taking out everything. And uh, Wang is, like, he's tried to defeat it. He's tried so many times to defeat it, but it just doesn't work. And so he's just given up. So now he just talks to the mask of his deceased sort of known deceased friend he's kind of like and, washed up at this point yeah he's washed up he, he's not he's not taking care of himself he's kind of let his hair grown out because in the second game he's bald so his hair's grown out uh yeah you know all that stuff and he's just kind of just like eh whatever happens happens i, I just gave it up at this point then here comes zilla there we go because zilla's i guess an, a, a bad guy in the second one because they're enemies because in the beginning they say like well Zilla is like, I didn't expect to pick you as, you're not my first choice, nor my second, not even like my 10th choice, but like, you're all we have left. So then he kind of gets uh, Wang to kind of just be like, you know, give it another shot. I got it. Like, I have an idea. I got a plan. And uh, he doesn't really tell him what it is, but he just sort of tells him like, I got a plan. We got to go meet somebody at this area. So now, you know, Wang's back to his kind of getting back to his flow and this is where the game gameplay was a little bit here and there. We were on the dragon fighting enemies, just kind of getting the basics. But once you kind of get to the first levels, and then after kind of like that first game playthrough on the dragon, it's kind of like a tutorial. Then you can just Let's talk about a really good tutorial, though. Like, it really is very brisk and fast, and it, it like it, it has to be said that the speed of Doom Eternal is really high. But if you took the speed of Doom Eternal, gave it Devil May Cry. Um, definitive dmc definitive editions like turbo mode and then put it on fast forward then you've got the the movement systems of shadow warrior 3 going here yeah it's how, how it is it's just it's the gameplay like i said because i've played like a recent i guess game is like dusk this game is still 10 times like faster pace it's and it's not too chaotic that's the thing i, I think 
when it's, it's readable. Too, yeah, it's readable. When it's just too much and it's too much going on, you're just like, I don't know what's going on. Then that's a turnoff. Where it's if it's too much and there's too much at your face, too much in your face, in your face, then it's just like, oh, I'm kind of. But the melee obviously is his katana, is his sword. Which I was wondering, like, what? Look, I'm pretty sure because I really it never really specifically says what what it's trying to be. But I was like, oh, I guess ninja, whatever, it's gonna be that. But either way, uh, Loe is your sort of how how should I say he is, for some reason, a comic book nerd that's also an assassin, and he makes tons of references. If you think like, it's not on the level of Gex reference, but it's on the no. level of just like when he says something, you kind of I guess a perfect he will example, sing the lyrics to a song. Yeah. An example I can give, which was was my favorite, was he was he tells a certain character we'll, we'll get to is he says now strap now strap that uh, device on you and be like Bruce Lee and enter the dragon and that's ex- I was like <laughs> okay I like that that's a really good quote but yeah Lo Wayne's just a, a a cracking he's a was it how should I say wise a, a wise guy yeah he's a wise cracking character he just always has a joke to say even the most serious and intense situations but. On, on their way towards Azilla, basically, is like we're on our way towards to meet uh, a witch, sort of a ancient goddess witch that is the last of her kind because the dragon's kind of, like I said, decimated the entire world and is taking out everything and just eating everything. I think even Wei says like he, he even ate my favorite ramen place, and so the, the gameplay is it's just, it's just different because. There, I don't. There's no running. There's not a like. A, you don't press to run. You're always at a. Consistent I love that speed. though. Yeah. It reminds me of Doom in that aspect where it just yeah, pushes you, you forward at the, the same spot. No cooldown on the dash. Double no. jump. You've got oh, a grappling hook that just lets you zip like a roller coaster from point to point, just nonstop forward momentum in this game. It's amazing. I know it's like the the. There's no cooldown, so that was a plus. And then. Honestly, I, even though the weapons have an ammo count, they always refresh with more ammo. You'll actually yeah. will never run. You'll never run out of ammo. It's you not just like switch Doom Eternal. It's not yeah, like Doom Eternal where it's like, oh, use the chainsaw to refill, you know, a portion of your ammo. Like puzzle combat puzzle. We talked about this with a different game. Um, like we we talked about this with Guardians of the Galaxy. Like things can be a combat mm-hmm. puzzle with cooldowns or ammo and stuff. But in this game, it's so plentiful as well as health that you're really just encouraged to move around battlefields a lot and also mm-hmm. just not worry about your ammo or what weapons you're using because you're gonna get it back very quickly. There's gonna be certain little traps on the on the field that you can shoot and it will take out swaths of enemies, little environmental reactables and stuff like that. And it's just so, it's so much propelling the player forward. Even when you're in a locked down battlefield, it it, it just encourages you to keep moving. Don't ever stand still in in Shadow Warrior 3. Well, and and here's the thing is, when it it comes to the, like, the momentum of the game, it's not, it's not too difficult because there is some, here's the thing, because with, let's say Ghost Runner, Ghost Runner had parkour sections and it was kind of like wall running and all that. And it was just kind of like, eh. It was like whatever. It's kind of a little bit, but with this one, is you don't really mess up that much. There's obviously a few times where I've messed up, and that I would say playing this on easy because I just want because I know there was a time limit when I had to play it. Yeah, I was like, okay, it I expired got like, on PS yeah. Plus after a couple days, so I'm like, we gotta play this. So yeah, I said, well, time limit. I I can't take my time with it. I gotta just run through it. I gotta play on easy. The most I've actually ever like, I guess died on a level was because i just because i missed a jump or i just like i was going too fast and i and i didn't see the uh the where to go so that's probably the most i've like i don't think i died once through enemies on easy which it does get pretty difficult towards the end but i think on easy it is it is kind of a breeze you kind of run run through it i remember that last little gauntlet at the end before the boss was like tough for me because Mm -hmm. i i I was kind of like okay i've got a checkpoint after this but then you die and you realize oh i don't have checkpoints it's got to make you fight the whole 15 minute thing over again that's like that one complaint i have (laughs) talk about uh also you have finishers you you have a meter that can allow you to do finishers on enemies and then one meter will take the lower uh enemies out so you just like uh you know do a finisher on them but you don't get nothing in return but if you you have a double meter and if you fill it up twice and you take out some of the bigger enemies you do not only a finisher but you get their weapon that they're using and you use it for a short period of time before it, uh the timer runs out on it which i, I, know, I think that's really one of the coolest things because the first time it introduces a new enemy it just fills your meters up the whole way so you can try that weapon oh you could try it from the uh, like from the start yes i, I enjoyed it i think 
if you want to talk about the gameplay though, mostly it's you run through some some areas, do some some platforming, some grappling, all this stuff, and then you get to a def- uh, finish this area, next area move. It's kind of like that. It's kind of the same repeat over and over. And I didn't tend to realize that's how it was t- until towards the end. I said, oh, it's mostly just running towards the next area, maybe getting a few enemies here and there, doing some, some platforming. Then it's, oh, clean out the area. But I think the reason why I never it never dawned on me that's most of the gameplay because each area is different. It has a unique gimmick in the sense of in this area, it was just an open field. But in this area, you have saw blades that are on the wall and you press a button and now the saw blades will come down and like just help you destroy like half the enemies you have to take out anyways. It's just like I said, towards the end, I didn't realize that was the whole gimmick. But I was like, actually, it's like, if if it kind of told me towards the end and I didn't realize that, then it's probably like, eh, it's probably good design then. And now, now speaking of that, that whole idea of moving forward, getting to an arena, moving forward, getting to an arena, one of the things that this game has been criticized for is for being kind of like a bog standard FPS. But I struggle to see how it's a bog standard FPS when no other FPS has this, that I've played at least, including Doom Eternal, has this kind of free-flowing movement that is just constantly, there's no, mm-hmm. there's no puzzles to have to worry about. It's just all kinds of running and jumping wall jumping from the start not having to you know locate the grappling hook in the middle of the game to get access to like new areas or something this is just a very linear but i i fail to see how anybody could think it's bog standard it's a five hour experience at most and it is Mm -hmm. just constantly giving you new things to try new enemies or weapons from enemies to use there's like six weapons in the wheel there's your sword and everything there's a small slight upgrade system that encourages replaying the levels to get you know the power-ups for that and it's just so smooth and people people don't like a lot of the the humor in it but i really think it landed for me and i think like you said part of that is due to like the sheer amount of references and you know reference humor is one of my favorite things so like the complaints that people have for this game especially when you compare it to the other two which we'll get to briefly here in a moment are like i don't understand them (laughs) yeah i i I don't either um so that's mostly the gameplay is very fast paced but it's not too much it's not too random the weapons are honestly pretty uh they're pretty they're pretty all right i think after uh was it the the kind of the the rail gun i think after that they're kind of are like okay i didn't really use like the 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 saw weapon or like i used that one a lot towards the end actually actually yeah i did use that one towards the end i do agree with that i did use it towards the end but most of the time i was either the revolver with the smg with the shotgun or the rail gun because they did i think they did the most amount of damage i will say the upgrading system is a little is a little uh kind of weird because it goes from one like or to two, to two to three, then yeah. to four no it's four it's oh yeah three four. Goes to four so it's kind of a lot towards the end and some weapons weren't worth the upgrade i feel like some of the upgrades for him like this explosive damage will do more wasn't worth it versus like mm-hmm. upgrading the sword to do the elemental damage stuff like that was pretty cool um, some of the upgrades, you you can obviously see which ones you would like, oh, I'm going to save this for later, or maybe mm-hmm. on higher difficulties, using the elemental barrel damage would be better, but I found no need for it because there's not too many of those barrels lying around. Yeah, and it's sort of like, I forgot there's a, a chi blast where he can kind of do a, a blast. It's it's, it's a, literally a blast wave, and it pushes, it stuns enemies. And I think I didn't realize that was useful towards one enemy, and it's that uh, the ones that, that are like Shogun the Kako demons from yeah, from yeah, the, the Shogun, the, the Kako demons from Doom. You use the Chi Blast on them, and then yeah. they turn around, and you can hit the X. I on never. Their back I, was, the weak spot. I was doing it the 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 more difficult way, which is waiting for them to open up their their, uh-huh. their uh, <laughs> like I guess cannon, and then I was like, okay, this is pretty difficult. And then I realized, oh, I just got a Chi Blast them towards the end, but it's it's whatever, but. Maybe the upgrade system, I would have done a little different. Uh, the challenges are actually pretty all right. Once you realize that you can get a bunch of those orbs doing the challenges, and they're kind of around mm-hmm. the world. Yeah, not it's, it's not either. too difficult. It's like, obviously, like, get, you know, a certain amount of kills with this weapon or, or hit three enemies with a cheat blast five times and stuff like that. So it's not too difficult. But with the story, now, as 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 uh, Wong, we, we reach the, the, the witch, and she has this... Uh, 
raccoon companion and he proceeds to still keep calling it a trash panda which i think raccoons have kind of gotten the title trash panda now like more than ever i i don't think people call them raccoons anymore they're more trash pandas which i i'm all for trash pandas honestly but i like the little raccoon in this game <laughs> he was honestly he was probably one I, I hated him at first but then towards the end i was like, okay yeah he's one of the best characters i hate him because obviously he stole his friend he stole wong's uh basically hoji's mask and then the point was Zilla was going to use the witch to somehow take the energy and the power from the mask because because uh, Wong's friend Hoji is uh, is an ancient god I think it's, he's he's just an ancient god that was was one of the originals to take out the dragon and from 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 there he hears his friend's voice and apparently Hoji's been alive this whole time just stuck in the mask so uh Obviously, Wong doesn't want them to kill his friend because if if by them taking the power, they're going to kill his friend, and he didn't want that. So, even though I believe from what they're saying that Hoji betrays Wong, he's still his friend, and he now has stolen the mask. They go on this whole adventure, and they're leaving the palace. They're leaving all this stuff. He's trying to get the power of the dragon for himself. If I remember correctly, he doesn't say. Yeah, he doesn't say it. But what he says is, "I know how to get my body back." He says, "There's a, a, I guess, a giant chicken that's still sort of a dragon." He says, "We steal one of those eggs. You put me in the egg, and and put the mask in the egg, and I'll be back with my old body." And that's how it would work. But then he proceeds to say, "Was this the game? Was this the game where they said?" If it's got two legs, if it walks on two legs, then technically it's a wyvern. That was this game, right? Was it this game? I, I think so. I could be wrong, but I remember just laughing at that. Like, the, 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 the difference between a dragon and a wyvern is the wyvern will walk on two. I'm pretty sure that that was this game, but good to I remember, <laughs> I remember Wong, uh, that reminds me now, where he calls the dragon an oversized gecko. He says, and not being tormented <laughs> by an oversized gecko. And it's just like he calls a dragon. He just like yeah, he's just so over it. But there's one uh, part when he did rapper's delight too. It was so funny to me. He did, <laughs> and then uh, Hoji's like, uh, he's like, yeah, I hope to come back. You know, maybe taller, skinnier, more pa- like more more abs. You know, stuff like that. So I was like, so not your old self, but but different. Because it's like yeah, you know, I kind of want to come back, old body, but you know, taller, handsomer, and you know, more abs. And he's just like, okay, so not you. But eventually, you defeat one of the. Uh, there's only a couple bosses. I would say there's only like two bosses in this two game. Two bosses. They're both pretty yeah. good too. They're actually really decent. I actually really like the boss battle because you think you defeat it, but then it splits in half, and now you have to fight the legs and the yeah. upper torso. It did the separate. whole Sekiro thing on yeah. you. So you, you defeat it, take the egg. You're going down a river, and you, you know going through enemies, parkour, clean areas, all this stuff, and then you get to the hot springs where. Uh, Wong puts Hoji's mask in the egg because the, he said the egg would take forever if we do it the old way. But then Hoji's like, just take it to the springs and it will keep the temperature at a high, at a high temperature. So now the egg will just it'll take less time for it to to hatch. He hatches and now he has the ultimate plan, and he sells it as a cannon that will kill the dragon. But then when we do the cannon step, we're we're setting up the cannon and we shoot it, and then it doesn't work. Uh, Hoshi starts running, and then he basically tells him that the cannon was meant to kind of capture the dragon again, because the last time it was captured, it was sort of split amongst all his brothers, but now since his brothers are gone, he's the last one, he wanted to take all that energy for himself, because he says the power comes from the dragon, he can't kill the dragon, he just wants to capture it, but, uh, Wong is just sort of like, I- I'd rather just kill it at this point than try to capture it, he was kind of... Like, Hoji, yes, technically did portray them, but he kind of wanted in the sense of, like, portray it, but also capture it, but also make the world in his image after that he becomes the ultimate god and all that. But, you know, it, the plan just, doesn't work just out. Just average Shadow Warrior yeah. things, you know. <laughs> plan plan doesn't work out, so now they're back to square one. They're like, well, we got nothing to defeat the dragon. Your mask was one of their options, and I didn't want that. This laser didn't work, so now what do we do? And here comes Zilla, and they're now arguing, talking about, like, you know, the plan should have been this. And then uh, Hoji's like, well, you had a crush on the witch. And he's like, no, I didn't. And then Wong's like, you did, didn't you? And that was, like, kind of like the point, too, where he had a crush on her, and he wanted to do this thing with her and all this stuff. And here comes the raccoon. But then... Hoji says, no more lies, no more all this stuff. We're going to have to make a plan that works. So, Hoji comes up with the idea of taking his mask, putting in the power, letting the witch contain the power within the mask, then have someone enter the dragon through its mouth into it, and then, you know, blow it from the inside out. Which, 
uh, Wong, you know, he says, what about the raccoon? He said the raccoon can do it. And the raccoon just seems like... It, it's weird, because the, the raccoon at first doesn't seem down for it, but then the raccoon seems to be the most down to do this plan. It's just like... They, he knows what the ultimate price is. That oh yeah, like you know, you're gonna, you're, there's no way for you to escape. You're gonna have to go with the, you're gonna have to go with the dragon. Exactly. He's like Rocket. Like he'll be so against it until the very end, and he'll then he'll be like, okay, you know what? I'm doing this. It, it yeah, it's like, it's just, <laughs> it's sort of like the raccoon's just like, oh yeah, he'll he'll be down for it, all this stuff, and then, uh, I don't know where. The raccoon does make... So after you go through the waves and you're defeating enemies, just because the story is pretty short, if you really think about it. Yeah, it's it, you're just, you're just, And then the raccoon gets to the dragon, but then there, it, the, the, the bomb goes off prematurely. So now there there's no point. But Wong is at this point dedicated to just defeat this dragon in one way or another. So he has the crazy idea, and Zilla's like, well, I'm not going to stop you from doing it, but go ahead and do it. He's like, I'll let you just do what you got to do. Uh, to enter into the actual dragon and see maybe to actually find out how to defeat it from the inside besides the bomb. Maybe there's something. It so, goes full-on Doom Eternal in this part with, like, yeah. the the uh, like being inside of a mass of flesh. That's what Shadow Warrior 3 turns into at the very end. Literally Doom Eternal. <laughs> yeah, so he enters, he goes inside the dragon literally, and... The raccoon, he finds the raccoon, he finds the mask, and the raccoon's now a ghost. So the raccoon's technically not gone. It's just a ghost at this point. And the raccoon, he's just like, he was like, sorry, what happened with you, buddy? I'm sorry the plan didn't go through. It was like, it really does, like, oh, man, like, this is really terrible because, like, you, you know, this should have been it. We would have, should have been done. But then he finds that the, the, the cannon that Hoji first proposed, the dragon ate it. So now it's inside the dragon. So Wong has the idea, what if I use the, the cannon inside the dragon and shoot it directly into its heart? So same thing, way through enemies, you're going through it, turning on the cannon. Then the final boss fight, you fight literally the dragon's heart. You fight its literal heart. I, the best way I could describe it is like that boss fight in Borderlands 3, the, the first DLC. Yes. Uh, it's kind of like that, where it's it's a ball of flesh, and it has tentacles, but it, it has, like, different type of of gimmicks where it does, like, a... Smashes the floor, and it does a spinning, like, motion circle, like a blade, and, it, like, you can't avoid the tentacle and stuff. Like, it's just... It's an I entire I liked boss this fight. fight, too. It seemed like it choreographed everything fairly well for the player to read, but then it had this part where you're kind of using the grappling hook to, like, fly around the room without touching the ground, and I thought that that really worked with the game's controls. It did. Boss fight, like I said, on easy, because I wish I could try normal, but we only had a couple days to finish it. Uh, it's sort of, like, not too difficult. Like I said, I didn't die that often from enemies. I died mostly from falling, but... Once once you defeat the heart, you shoot the cannon, here comes the dragon is destroyed now, and here comes Wong coming out of the dragon. He he manages to survive and now technically it, it makes me want to seem like it's like, oh, the day is saved, all thanks to me, but then Zilla reminds you like you're the one that first released a dragon in the first place. Like <sighs> you kinda like it's your fault this dragon was even a problem. And Hoji's like, there's no point of arguing at this point. Let's just all smile and be all this stuff like the dysfunctional family that we are now. Because this is all we have left. And it's just, uh, I don't know what they're eating. Are they eating Are they eating the dragon at the end? Or what are they yeah, eating? Yeah, I think so. They're eating the dragon, right? Yeah. So That's, I what, guess I the got, dragon, that's what I got from it. <laughs> the dragon's going to last them a couple years, I guess. There's going to be a lot of food to go around. A lifetime supply of dragon. <laughs> dragon meat, yeah, I guess. But hopefully... I will say, hopefully there is a fourth one, because I would like to see what happens after. And I really did enjoy the gameplay. It is Dusk and Doom Eternal turn up to 100, and there's there's very little I can actually say I dislike about Like I said, it's like gameplay. a roller coaster. It's like a roller coaster, but it's going, like, way fast for a roller coaster. And it just does not let up. Um, mm -hmm. we, we, we could touch on enemy design, a kind of like Doom Eternalized versions of classic Japanese yokai. Um, you know, they've got, like, there's an accordion one, and then there's ones that fly around, there's ones that dig into the ground, the enemies all have a, like, there's one that looks like a mancubus from, from Doom Eternal, even, that shows up towards the end, um, and they all have got, like, interesting gimmicks, and those gimmicks go over to those weapons that you get from them, um, like, graphically, it's very impressive, frame rate, a smooth and solid 60 the whole way through. Now, one thing I wanted to touch upon 
and this might be concerning for a Shadow Warrior 4 in the future, but hopefully they kind of continue on from, from this one, is that the first two games, while they are also first-person shooters, are dramatically different from this. And um, if you have ever heard us talk about the, the reveal of Shadow Warrior 3 at uh, one of the Devolver things that they had a few years back at, at E3, um, I believe we did a, a reaction to that on this podcast, I said, you see, I didn't really like the first Shadow Warrior, so I hesitate to see how I wouldn't like, or how I would like 3. Because the first Shadow Warrior, I went back and played it after I beat 3. It plays more like a slower-paced, mechanics-heavy, like, Wolfenstein. Where you have to go, like, automatically pick things up. You have to open up cabinets Mm -hmm. for ammo. And it's very touchpad-based. Like, your chi powers for healing and everything, or doing certain moves, you will swipe your finger across the touchpad or tap the direction stick in in a direction two times and then hit a button. So it's very mechanics-heavy. It's kind of open and puzzly, like, find a key to open up this door. And then I played Shadow Warrior 2 immediately after this, kind of upset that it's only 30 frames and locked 30 frames on console but i was just laughing when i found out that shadow warrior 2 is a single or co-op player looter shooter with many elements from a game we both know and love called borderlands including <laughs> it it includes some procedural generation too to toss it in with like roguelikes and stuff like that um, and it's also very different mechanically. Your chi powers are locked to the D-pad, and you've got, like, upgradable things, and you can imbue your weapons with energy. I liked Shadow Warrior 3 the best because it was the most brisk, the most simple, the most fun, and, I don't know, it seemed like it had the best writing to me. And it was also just, like, way cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I think it's clever writing, too, on... Because some references, it's it's obvious, and some others just like, okay, that's a deep cut. I don't know if no one is actually going to recognize that reference. There are some deep cuts. He does do references in the other two, and there are some deep cuts in that, but like mm-hmm. the other two don't stack up mechanically to you know Shadow why, Warrior 3. What I will say is I, I was playing a bit of 2, and I'm kind of enjoying it because it kind of reminds Same here. me of Borderlands 1, and I've been having this like retro looter shooter borderlands one itch and i think shadow warriors who's kind of is just scratching that itch i'm kind of having where it's just like it's kind of the same mechanic and kind of the same gameplay where it's just like yeah like this is kind of what, what i've been thinking about what kind of because i'm like oh i'll go back and play borderlands one but i'm like well this is something new and different different story different character i might i might give this one a full playthrough it's funny you say that because i was thinking the same thing just a little differently i was thinking this is really making me want to play borderlands one but also finish this because like it's enjoyable so far mm-hmm. i do like the character that talks to you in your head she's got the same voice actor as as sai from persona 5 so i like i'm enjoying that in in shadow warrior 2 um and the areas are like really cool like there's like a techno base area and stuff like that and like your your little hub area is like i like the fast travel because you can fast travel from anywhere you don't have to go to a fast travel station or or locate it's like if you're in the middle of a map you want to go back to the base hold the touchpad you'll be back at the base so might 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 end up finishing that one at some point but shadow warrior 3 overall man oh man am i glad that i saw that that was leaving plus and i'm like you know what i'm gonna try this (laughs) as well as we'll try it yeah um it gives me hope for that developer flying wild hog their next game we both thought this looked cool um you might not remember it's called evil west it's a third person shooter that's like monsters but also wild west I do kind of remember that game. Yes, I, I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, it gives me hopes for that one because their their latest effort was was really good. Anyway, Robert, that's a good game. I have right here in our Discord chat Pokemon Drip. Now, this Pokemon Drip is special. This is the final gym leader of Kanto. This will be the last Pokemon Drip until... After episode 100, when we'll start with Pokemon Drip, Gold, and Silver. Mm -hmm. This is Giovanni. He's the 8th gym leader of Kanto. Mm -hmm. He is from Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. He specializes in all Pokemon types as long as they are rare Pokemon. And he's secretly the leader of Team Rocket. Alright. The man's got a sharp suit. I'll give him that. It's a very sharp suit, and I do think it has fashion. It has pizzazz. Like, it's very minimal, but it has some pizzazz to it. His haircut, though, I don't know. I don't know about his mm. haircut. 
You can you need to get he need to go hit up the barber shop and get something else. I'm I'm not feeling the haircut, but the suit itself, it, it's got the know, red sharp. collar. Serious, some serious business going on with this man. He is just not fool around when it comes to his business nor his money. I know he's got the he's got the nice black dress shoes. It's all black, but he's got that red collar. Like, yeah, it I'm secretly the leader of Team Rocket. What of yeah. it? <laughs> what of it? We're gonna do about it. Like I said, the haircut. He, you gotta go get something else. I don't know. Shape up. Get it. You know, maybe get line. <laughs> I don't know, but that suit is a killer suit. I like it. I'm digging so, the suit a lot. With with Giovanni, then, are maybe a four point five yeah. for having the best suit in all of Pokemon. Yeah, for best suit all around, yeah. But his haircut, he has a trash haircut. He needs to get something else. <laughs> when we get to X and Y series, obviously we're going to do gym leaders next, but there will be a point when we get to like the villain teams. There is a villain mm-hmm. team in, in X and Y that I think might have the most drip in all of Pokemon, but that's because their whole deal is let's do drip. <laughs> but that's way way ahead of, of of giovanni um classic pokemon villain we got right here um giovanni cool. yeah. no that's jojo. giovanna <laughs> jojo man imagine we did jojo drip oh <laughs> oh the, the, here's the it thing would be, there's no losers contain, there's no there's losers, no losers there's not that. a loser in jojo drip Anyhow, let's keep this anime theme here going. I have a Nintendo Direct uh, rumor here written on this paper. It says, mm-hmm. so last week, was that a gotcha or something? Um, hmm. So, for reference, last week we, we didn't announce the special ahead of time, so the rumor didn't coincide with it. And the rumor here says, ah, so is that a gotcha? Uh, on the back, there is a rumor. Mm-hmm. It's a little unsettling on the front. Uh, a 2D Bleach fighting game with all the new characters... And it is a follow-up to the classic Bleach uh, DS games from Treasure. Hmm. Uh, have you played those games? I own both of them. No, I haven't played. I haven't, the last time I was, I have no. I've never played a Bleach. I'm trying to think. No, I never played that PS3 one. I've never played a Bleach game ever. Mm. The PS3 one, I believe, was a Warriors type game. Mm-hmm. But the ones on the DS are 2D fighters that have like no balance almost. There's like so many joke characters and characters. Mm-hmm. Like there's no true balance to it. But like. Oh my god, were they fun. There's the Blade of Fate, and then, ironically, Bleach, Dark Souls. Um, years before Dark Souls would even come out. These are very cool. So I could see, like, I'll, Bleach is always one of those shows that has really cool characters. And talk about style and drip. Um, everyone in Bleach always is very stylish and cool. And, and <laughs> It's one of those early, I really want to say this, it's early 2000, even 2010 anime have the problem with filler and a ah. bunch of them have unnecessary filler bleach is a, 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 a victim to that and what i will say is bleach is probably one of the like greatest animes i've seen it's honestly a really good design because it's really good design character design fashion wise and also story wise it's pretty interesting really good it's very entertaining but it's just a lot of filler when it comes to the anime but if like, if you want to watch it, I would just say don't watch any of the filler. No filler is good I filler. skipped the filler it's on just... my original watch. I watched Bount arc, um, mm-hmm. but I skipped, like, the one where the Zompocto became, you know, people. And then, oh, mm-hmm. I remember watching, like, the other filler arc, the earlier one than that. And then there was, like, two more. And I was like, you know what? I just want to see the, the, main the fights story that stuff. matter. The Espada. Yeah. Um, the, well, they're, they're coming out with the I, new Bleach anime, the, the a Thousand Year Blood thousand year War arc. Yeah. yeah. I, I would even say that if you just watch all canon Bleach, like, non-filler stuff, it's like, what, like, five seasons worth of show? But they, like, yeah, It's about 150 like, episodes? Yeah, so they expanded it to, like, a hundred, ten seasons. I'm like, whoa, like, there's no way they got ten seasons from the, like, from the manga. It's just like, nah. That's all filler. So, like I said, Bleach is My just, one complaint is, uh, with that was that. that after Bount, they did try to insert that villain, that filler villain, into part of the story when he was fighting mm. against Grimjaw or something. I didn't like that, but that never happened again. Everything else was like, here's a side story. Whereas Bount was like, oh, let us try and do this, like, organic progression of filler. Where mm. later on, they were just like, you know what? This is an alternate universe where this happens. Mm-hmm. But I will say coming from those old fighting games that didn't have characters like Grimjaw or Ukiora in it, we need a fighting game, especially a 2D one. 
uh, mm-hmm. with the the Espada and the Hollows and and all that cool stuff. Um, the Visards, there we go. The ones that are the Soul Reapers that got turned into Hollows. It's all cool stuff. And Bleach deserves another two D fighting game. You could call it Bleach Infinity because uh, I don't know to Infinity and beyond. I think uh, Dragon Ball Fighters kind of I think made that type of uh, style of anime into a, a honestly really nice fighting games i i would like i said jojo should have had a new uh-huh. game but i, I will mm-hmm. be happy with uh our being ported to modern consoles it's, it's it's kind of like what have we wanted a 2d style fighting game yeah and like all-star battle is really good um and i'm happy to see that there's like 10 new characters and probably a season pass with like four more so i'm excited to see if they add any more characters from part seven and mm-hmm. eight which i'm really crossing my fingers for here part eight characters come on sega Whoever I have to <laughs> call to. Oh no, Sega! Oh, talk, not no, Sega's honestly. I think what's been recently happening in the news lately. Sega's out of the picture of who who I'm angry at towards. Oh, are we? It was that. Is that the smoothest transition we can come up with? <laughs> uh, me on the spot, yeah. <laughs> All right, um, let's let's get into a little bit of quick news here first, and then we'll we'll wrap it up with something cool but in the middle of that we'll have a, a a thing that is not too great god of war got a release date since we last uh, in news let's go november 9th most anticipated game i think ever i think that last god of war game just it did something different people just re- i mean i am played and i really enjoy so now i'm really high for ragnarok so this is one of the most anticipated games of this is more anticipated than i've seen in recent memory honestly there's nothing I've seen. I think the last time something has been this hyped and this waited for last for you or for everybody. For for from what I remember, it's Last of Elden Us two, but then that had a whole problem, so the hype died down pretty quick. So this is pretty. I'd say Elden Ring, like a game that Elden came out Ring, this year, yeah. probably had a lot of Actually, the, yeah. just as much hype behind it. Doesn't from recent memory, it's probably those two are probably the ones where I think Elden Ring contained its hype and it maintained it and it did it very well. Where Last of Us Part Two, where it was hype, but then oh, yeah. a lot of things went bad, like the scheduling, the delays, all this stuff, where people were just frustrated, where they were just, it just yeah. ended up just dying out. This bodes wildly for you know Game of the Year awards because God of War Ragnarok will be eligible. Now I'm not gonna make any predictions here or anything, but mm-hmm. you know Elden Ring is a tough gap to clear for any mm. game even god of war ragnarok um but it could you never know we'll see but god of war should be worried i think because ubisoft skull and bones launches <laughs> just one day oh, before that is like the this worst did not look decision. good from the stuff oh talk about bad decisions we've bad not heard decisions. from this game in years and then they're releasing it a day before god That's of war ragnarok it's- comes it's the most anticipated game of the year. There's no way it's going to win. There's no there's no different multi-universe where this thing wins. It's impossible. For Skull and Bones, it, it just makes me wish that uh, like Sony first-party studios would do a like legitimate pirate game. Because Skull and Bones, I watched maybe like one minute of this stuff. And you know we hadn't heard anything from this game for like two years at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, not a fan. Forspoken's been delayed again. This time it's coming out in January, January 24th, probably to get out of that range. Well, obviously they're working hard on this game, but mm. you, you always have to think, is it to get out of the range of like something else that's coming out in October or, you know, a couple weeks later with God of War to avoid kind of like a Horizon Elden Ring situation where Elden Ring comes out and just takes all the thunder from, from Horizon. So, so mm. there's that. And then they revealed earlier this week that uh, Inscription, that game that's like that weird-looking card game thing that turns into something different from Devolver, finally coming to PS4 and PS5. Uh, That's one of those ones that won so many Game of the Year awards last year that I I can't wait to try that. And we got a few little things on the Switch front. There is Splatoon 3's coming out with the OLED Switch with some really cool purple and green gradient Joy-Cons. Do want, please sell those separately. And new Genesis games have launched on Nintendo Switch Online. They are Target Earth, a kind of mm-hmm. side-scrolling shooter. Comic Zone, a uh, uh, beat-em-up platformer. Very hard, but it's like a comic book thing that you go through the pages and stuff. Mega Man mm-hmm. The Wily Wars, which was not... I don't think that's ever been available for wide release. It's a Genesis remake of Mega Man 1, 2, and 3. And Zero Wing, which 
is the origin of that famous quote, all your base are belong to us. <laughs> um, now we got a few things that are issues. One is that Ubisoft has removed Assassin's Creed. I think it's Liberation. Yes. It's one it's, of them on, on Steam. It's it's a DLC for three. It was DLC yeah. when three came out. And even if you bought this, you can't access it now. Which Talk is about things being dumb. pulled that you've paid for that was on sale like the day before. This is this this is the nightmare of digital only content where at least it it's the rules always as long as you've had it before and you purchase it and you have it downloaded, it's yours. As it is once you erase it, it's like that's the problem, they no longer have it up. But to deny people the service or the game they purchase and completely take it away. Yeah, I think that I don't even think they can access it, their their purchased copy yeah. of this. That's that's just that's hitting a very new low because it's the fear of well digital media, you know, it's not physical media. If it if it's off market it's off market for good because there's no way of obtaining it these are physical media there's copies out there you'll find a copy eventually with this this is like i don't know with with that being said i think that there are things that i think that are important to buy physical like a short printed game that you're not sure if the it would last on on digital storefronts or something but what i will say the cowabunga collection i think that that's so much of a like a licensing nightmare that like you need that on physical copy whenever that comes mm-hmm. out like i don't even i don't know if any of the music's been changed or not i'm hearing something about the music but like you that's like something that like if you're a fan of turtles get that physical you're gonna want to have that <laughs> but rockstar oh boy so rockstar these are things that are being reported rockstar themselves haven't said anything but this is being reported by a whole bunch of news outlets Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that remakes of Red Dead Redemption 1 and GTA 4 were, were shelved due to poor reception mm-hmm. of the Trilogy Definitive Edition. There are mm-hmm. rumors circulating that um, there will not be any more major content updates for Red Dead Online. I don't even mm-hmm. know when the last major content update for that is. The but last one... Sta- what, when was it? Oh, man, that was months ago. That was maybe last year. It was. It, they haven't done... It's like they haven't done anything at all. It's like yeah. they haven't done anything, so there wasn't anything to be hyped for and uh i think the one that stings the worst is that there's also going around that they have shelved a ps5 version of red dead redemption 2 which the dream is no longer a a reality that was like the the last thing on our list for 60 frames (laughs) that hadn't already reached it except for shadow warrior 2 like now i want that 60 frame but that's besides the point the dream was always death stranding got it ghost got it even like GTA 5, which was no one's dream, got a 60 frames update. Nobody's dream was a 60 frames for GTA 5, but we got it. Oh well, we got it. But the one game I said would look magnificent in 60 frames, 4K, maybe some ray tracing if they had it, but 4K 60 frames was Red Dead Redemption 2. That game deserved 60 frames for how much details that game and how exciting that game was. Even the beauty of it, just like walking around looking at things. It also, like, we've played frame. so many 60 frames things lately that it's very jarring to go, to go back to, to 30. Like, if Shadow Warrior older, has this, like, blurriness yeah. to it, the second game. It's like if it's not older, if it's not PS3 or, or older, 30 frames is no longer a viable option. It's sort of like, and there's no point of going back to 30 frames. But because at that point, PC, go on there, you could probably make it go to 60 frames. It's probably possible. What gets me is that they had all these problems with the Definitive Edition. Now, I've played these, they're not great. Mm-hmm. They're. But you've you never know, played the originals. You weren't yes. a, an original GTA. They're a bit like, more modernized. Games. The problem mm-hmm. is I can see the issues and so mm-hmm. can everybody else. And does yes. that does that mean that 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 they, um, they it's like we'll stick the Grand Theft Auto name on this. It'll sell. It won't get any criticisms. Like it's Grand Theft Auto. It's what they want. And I don't it's like what, that mentality. It is not, because this is this is at this point Rockstar honestly since 2013, since re-releasing GTA 5, 2015, all that, it, it's just gone less and less of quality to just more of I don't know their quality of their games is no longer anymore. Just like I don't I don't look at a Rockstar time and I'm like interested anymore because 
if you honestly look go back to some of their titles i'm like this is honestly has aged pretty poorly but the point is they thought they can get a studio that wasn't the best thing they did was just porting the the console versions to the to apple like and android phones but they even failed at that there were very very poor receptions on those on those mobile ports and they decided to give one of the most anticipated trilogy remakes of all time this is a trilogy people love they they will to this day will say it's one of their favorite trilogies it's three vice city and san andreas san andreas is one of the the, probably their best GTA game they've ever made. It's the one that everyone goes back towards, everyone remembers, everyone loves. And they decided to give a studio that wasn't prepared, did not know how to do it, and they just said, here, make a remake of this game, and it turned out to be just a pile of garbage. And it's honestly no one's fault but their own. But they want to point the finger towards, and instead of them being like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't have given this, we have, like, we're owned by uh, Take-Two and, and all that, and it's like, who owns take two who like who does take two also own 2k and 2k has hangar 13 they've proven themselves to do the mafia remakes because they remade definitive edition for two and they also did an entire remake of the first one and both of those honestly are very well done definitive editions and remakes of the first game but they said yeah let's give this team who doesn't know what they're doing maybe they saw something in them but i doubt it they're mobile they did mobile ports and like i said those got poor receptions and they decided let's rush through it do three vice city and san andreas to get the most money out of it when they could have done a strategic smart move which is let's make an entire remake and give it to a studio who's qualified to remake three and all its glory in hd 4k 60 frames same story same mission but looks very nice very pleasing to the eyes for modern day audience modern day controls everything modern for its 20th anniversary because vice city and Sanchez were not 20 years old yet three was turning 20 might as well give it a, a you know a proper remake but because they didn't do that and they decided to rush it, they decided to put it out thinking, oh, people will just pay because GTA is in the title and San Andreas is there. And they're going to go after the modding community who definitely is putting out way better remakes and way better HD definitive editions. And they're just like, no, we're, we're going to take those down. And instead of maybe how like Sonic Mania was like, we'll get a guy who's done fan remakes of these games or done things properly to show that they care for this series and given them the opportunity to do something like this with the with the money now and the network and the people to do so they're like no we'll take it down this is the only version you can purchase now you can't buy any of the old versions you can't buy the ps2 ports on pc anymore kind of reminds me of when blizzard did warcraft reforged and they like took down the original warcraft Mm -hmm. yeah or warcraft 3 whichever one it was it reminds me of that situation i don't like when i don't like when you take down your legacy content because you have a remake it's 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 very it's like I'm because mafia you can still purchase the original. But you can still you can purchase, purchase the original. Destroy all humans. Yeah, you can purchase the original destroy humans, but you can pur- and like I said, destroying humans. They did it. They got the original game and they ported it, and it's honestly one of the best remakes I've ever had. Where it's technically it's sort of like a mixture where it is technically a remake, but it's also just a definitive edition. They just made the graphics look better, but they added modern controls for modern audience and make it a better game in that sense where it is a better game it's not just in that sense it is a better game but instead of them being like yeah we kind of dropped the ball on this one we should have just taken our time maybe done this done that done it better they're like no remakes are bad people are just you know it, oh remakes are bad they just having poor reception with our remakes remakes are no good we're never going to try that again oh gta 4 a game that i personally would also want a remake of to be even just just even ported to, to modern consoles like PS4 and all that, even PS4, I would want that. But no, they're like, no, we're not going to do it. Red Dead Redemption 1, which rumors were around. And also, Red it's Dead 2 plus. has... So that's what I, that's what I thought. I was like, it's leaving yeah. plus. <laughs> My thing is, Red Dead 2 had has the original first it map does. on there and there was rumors from that gecko that mm-hmm. there's going to be a remake of the first one the original like the rumor was exists. that the remake of the first one was going to be the end of the second one like that yeah. epilogue chapter of course we know that's and not then, true but that was heavily rumored like the months leading up to the game yeah and then now they're looking at a game that sold what 44 million copies right at redemption 2 is stuck on a ps4 version with the 40 with the with 30 frames and there's no 60 frame patch with it. They're just like, Imagine yeah, we're not going to do that either. 44 million copies. That's a lot of copies. That's, That's more copies than of... Shin Megami Tensei Five sold on the Switch. I I went midnight release to go pick that game because I wanted to play it so much, and that's the last time I think I will enjoy a Rockstar title because Red Dead Redemption Two is what everyone always wanted. It was one of the best 
sequels to it. And I think Red Dead honestly is a better series than GTA. And I'll say that with like my chest out with full force and full confidence that Red Dead is a better series than GTA. If you go back well, to I'm GTA not arguing 3, with you. <laughs> very poor controls. Vice City, same thing. Very poor good music, very poor controls. San Andreas, one of the best GTA games. But then you go to five. Five is just honestly not that good. It's not great. It's sort of like once you beat it, there's nothing end game. There's no fun cheat codes. There's no fun this. There's no fun that. The modern community made it more fun, but if you don't own a PC, there's no point of having GTA Five. It's just sort of just like there's no point. They did all that cool stuff for the online, but the online is so toxic and so just like oh, uh, but grinding. it's getting the updates. It's all grinding. It's yeah. getting major it's all, updates. <laughs> it's not even that there's toxic because it's not even toxic. It's just too grindy. There's too many. There's too many things to grind to make to make money, and they're just like. Like, well, if you don't want to grind it, just buy yeah. They just buy money. And it's just like, man, I don't even want GTA 6. They can have it. Because how we probably predicted it, GTA 6 will be the most live service thing It'll that will ever It'll be the live serviest, live serviest to ever yeah. live service. And it's just like, I'm kind I'm of over Rockstar. That. They've not said anything. Like, this is rumors and postings on, on news sites, but I'm so done. <laughs> it's Here's the thing, is Rockstar... Honestly, a lot of stuff gets leaked pretty easy, and it's not that it's like it's easy because obviously there's a bunch of leaks that make no sense. I remember when GTA Five was leaking, they were like, "You're gonna be able to make uh craft melee weapons," and I was like, "That's impossible. That's not gonna be a thing. That's not it, that's that's not realistic. Like, why would they do that? It's not what like GTA Five would be about." But there's some things that people do get that is genuinely true. That they, and it's just like I do believe that GTA Four and Red Dead Redemption One we're gonna get definitive editions. But at the end of the day. Seeing what they did with the trilogy, I'm like, you know what? These games don't deserve a remake because they just would have done a poor job with it anyway. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm done with Rockstar. I'm not interested in any of their titles anymore. They're just pushing the exact same game for 10 years now. And they're thinking people are going to just buy it because it says GTA on it. When it's just like, uh, at this point, I'm just done. I'm over it. It's like, there's better open world games out there. Even if like GTA is not the, the best Ghost was honestly one of the best open world games that I've ever oh, played, and it's just absolutely like the most there's, the there's smoothest Breath of the Wild. World. Yeah, it's like Breath of the Wild is one Elden of the best Ring, I've ever done, which does stuff like that. Breath of the Wild, but better. <laughs> yeah, and it's just sort of like maybe Saints Row can finally be the GTA killer that the people have always been predicting. Maybe it could actually come over here and actually like beat GTA for once and actually do better. And so Rockstar, that just because you slap GTA or anything like that on a title doesn't mean people are going to just assume that's going to be great. I mean, they did, but once they played it, they were like, yeah, this is not good. We want our money back. Like, this is just not, like, this is just terrible. Man. That's all I got to say about that. Man, man, yeah, man. I'm frustrated with Rockstar, man. Because, like, you, because it's like we've seen them do better and they've done great by us, but seeing this now where they're doing just all this stuff it's just like it's just disappointing it's not even frustration it's just disappointment well to end news on a lighter note this week there's something that's not not disappointing that got announced this morning a new kirby game for the switch that's coming out nice. this summer but no release date yet it is called interesting kirby's uh dream buffet this is a online multiplayer game where you 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 know roll along with other people to like go through obstacle courses and collect things and and what that that, doesn't that remind you of something else that we play oh i actually was reading about that's what i was like looking at uh yeah i think there's this is like a fall guys kirby <laughs> fall guys i was just reading because like wait what was that i was like oh we we're talking about fall guys kirby yeah i was reading that earlier and i'm just like interesting very interesting i mean fall guys doesn't own the idea of a of a party game. No, it doesn't around, own the idea of like this is an obstacle idea. course. It's it's just it's just like how Fortnite doesn't own the battle royale genre, but it kind yeah. of made it like the thing to Popular. go to back in two thousand seventeen yeah. and eighteen. Because PUBG, I guess, was it H one Z one was the first, then PUBG, then Fortnite, then everyone else started doing it. Even Fallout seventy six did it, but there's no longer it doesn't exist. But it's just sort of maybe we'll have a, a, a wave of good party games now because of Fall Guys, like racing track, mm-hmm. fun like fun games like that. Because Fall Guys is a fun game when you play with friends. I wouldn't play it solo just because it's just like, oh, I'd rather play with a bunch of friends and have a good time. But yeah. hopefully it's the one thing is don't take the style from this game that's obviously like popular for that reason. I think a perfect example, what was it? It was um that one game that was like trying to be like what, what was it? It, it they did a battle royale mode and it looked just like fortnite what was it called what was it uh, called 
it took the art style for it because it, yeah, it, it had a similar, I know what you're talking style. about. What was it called? Um, I don't remember what it's it, called, but Paladin? I know what you're talking about. Was it Paladin? Paladins. No, Paladins Paladin. is kind of like Overwatch, I think. But I think they did a battle royale mode, right? They tried to do a I whole know Fallout battle Six royale. did a battle royale mode. <laughs> yeah, but point is, don't steal the art style because it's blatant obvious if you try to take someone's art style and the style of the game and the theme of it and the kind of the, the vibe and feel for it. But if you're doing it your way and you're taking it on your take, and also by that means don't. This make looks it like a, a four-player thing. This doesn't look yeah. like a huge battle royale. This looks like a like a four-player, at least from what don't I make see it. from the trailer. <laughs> Don't make it gritty just to, to make it different, but it's like just don't blatantly steal the 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 uh, the art of it. I was like, don't blatantly just steal the art and just yeah. Like, no, this oh, no, this is different. all taking place on like cakes and candies and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm saying because like you look at Paladin or Fortnite, like I said, it's one of those games that that copied it. Fortnite obviously was the first with that art style. Some other game copied it, and you're like, bro, this is blatantly a copy of Fortnite. Like you're not fooling mm-hmm. anybody. And sort of like, just don't do that. Because if people see that, they're going to be like, this is just a blatant ripoff. Don't do that. Be pastiche, not copy, I guess. Exactly. But hey, man, this game is like, what if Kirby inhaled Fall Guys and turned into Fall Guys? I thought Fall Guys. I just thought of that joke right Fall now. Guys so. when I saw it. I thought Kirby oh, that was would be amazing. Fall guys, you can kind of but... have Kirby and Fall Guys if you put, put the pink color in the pink face. I don't know if there's a pink face. But yeah. That's, that's besides the point. I like, I like ending on a good note. You think that's enough yeah. for this week? That should wrap up this week. All right, we went a little longer than I had intended to for the new format, but I owe that to us having just so much fun talking about Shadow Warrior 3. Um, but fun. for right now, I want to thank you so much for listening. And you can follow us on Twitter at Markers on the Map. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and our Podbean site. Please leave a five-star rating. And for right now, there's not much left to say, except... Gamekeeper found something in the Gameplace archives for next week, so look forward to that. And that the real LEGO Ninjago Shadow of Ronin was the friends we made along the way. So we'll see you next time. Bye. Later.